You know, you know. And I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in. You know, you know. And I know, and they know, they know, cause we know, we go all in. Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. It's your boy, K. Dizzle DC, and your man, Half Streams. Half, half, half. What episode are we on, my guy? What up, K. Dizzle? What's episode 38? Can you believe it? I can Already episode 38. The All Dressed Up podcast is here tonight, and we are ready to roll. I don't know what the hell happened to the intro. That was a little laggy, but we'll figure out life as we know it. But... Man, we are glad to hear. How was your Thanksgiving? It was nice, man. Thanks for asking. How was yours? Mine was fantastic. I slept most of the day, but I did get some good food. I hope everybody out there who's listening to us is now in workout mode to kind of get some of the pounds off. But um, I hope everybody that got locked up is out (laughs) and doing better. Hey, look, nine times out of ten, y'all still eating the leftovers. You hear me? So... Um, shout out to all the underdogs. Shout out to those still eating candy yams and turkey and ham mm-hmm. going on day. What is it? Day four, day three, day four. You should be, you know, if you didn't get some, I know you know somebody that got some good quality leftovers. Go and help them eat it because it is getting older in the tooth and it's time mm-hmm. for it to eat, either go in the trash or eat it. It's, it's just what it is. But look, speaking man. of trash, the Philadelphia Eagles, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. What up, Arizona? Oh, my man, you are my favorite too, Negroes. Bro. Ron is in the building. What up, man? Look, we on time. We early when we sipping on something. Maybe I if need we to on time, we early. I can slow down. Slow yeah, down. Yeah, slow down. You little booger. A slow. Hey, man. Slow. If it's quiet out here in these streets, it's because the Ravens are playing, right? The Ravens are playing. Um, I didn't even know they were playing down at home, downtown, but. It's cold out there. Like the NFL makes so much money, you would have thought they would provide heated seats. <laughs> like I can't go sit out there in no zero Stop. zero Raven Cleveland Brown game Stop. in thirty eight degree weather. You only get heated seats in the booth, my friend, and, and that qualifies for a little bit of extra though. You gotta have you gotta extra be on. Though. You gotta be on the list. Okay, you gotta be on the list. You gotta want some tickets from your favorite vendor. Shout out to Cat One. And you can't be yourself <laughs> when you're in those booths because everybody else is in there. You know, it's politics. You can't get loose. Like you, want to. you can get loose in them joints. If you got if you get tickets from a vendor like I got for quite a few years, you can get loose. It don't even matter because nine times a ten, you may or may not come back to that joint. That's yeah, just what it is. So you can show your ass and keep rolling. And shout out, shout out to all the vendors out there to give away free stuff to all their people. So I know some people that actually got banned from coming back to those events. We're not gonna send no names. Ooh, no, no names, no names, man. Where do we start tonight? I got to bring up the list and keep us on track. Man, it's it, you had me going before the show, pause, because I, it was hilarious, man. Like, we're going to get into sports, but your it boy K. Dizzle DC's Philadelphia Eagles are down bad. That's all I'm going to say. All right, we're not going to, I'm going to save it for my rant. <laughs> That's all. I'm going to save it for my rant. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let it be what it is. I'm saving for my rant. That's all I'm keep saying. So let's talk um, about you know our, our intro. Let's let's fly in uh, a little lightly. 
and give a rest in peace to Virgil Abloh. He is uh, one of um, you know one of the black moguls in the music industry, in the art industry, in the modeling and fashion industries. Um, definitely was a gateway for Kanye West um, to get connected to the way he's been connected. But if you haven't followed him, really huge in the game. A lot of the celebrities out right now were um, sending out their condolences to him. He was battling cancer privately. So rest in peace to Virgil Abloh. If people aren't familiar with him, you got to tell them what they what they. Um... Yeah, he was um, he was with Off White. He was uh, head of Off White Louis Vuitton. He was a um, top uh, designer there. He also did a lot of projects as far as um, designer album covers for your favorite rappers like Kanye West, uh, ASAP Rocky, and um, who else? The the Watch the Throne album. He did that album so. Uh, unfortunately, we lost a great talent, but like I said, rest in peace to you, man. Rest in paradise, man. The trailblazer, a guy that went out there and did it his way. And not only that, um, put a lot of people on. Put a lot of people on. And, um, you know, those that know, know. Go look that name up, Virgil Abloh. I'll send, I'm going to put a picture up, man. Um, you know, there's so many people that are behind the scenes and a lot of different people that you just yeah, don't, you don't know, know what people are going through, man. You don't know, you don't know what people are through. going through, like the you battle cancer at such a young age and still be able to trailblaze and do such great things and be able to touch so many people. Like he inspired a lot of people to, you know, not re- really worry about where you came from, but just focus on what you want to do. Like, you know, you might not come from much, but if you want to be in fashion, over in Europe, you can break those barriers down and do what you want to do. So, absolute innovative black man in fashion, and um, that's me popping the top. Um, you have to, you have to take this time to actually live this life that you want to live. We, we, we was, we were literally just having a deep conversation about right before we came on about about that whole topic. We'll probably get into it a little bit later, but. Um, but shout well, out just to making man. the most out of your time making the most out of your time and just yeah. making the choice and the decision and Virgil Abbo is one of those guys to do it you don't have to be a, a a household name to be successful or to live the life of of, of um, fame and fortune or, or to be able to you know be an influencer or to inspire people you know you don't have to be famous to be inspirational and I think that's what I really want to be at the end of the day, like we all have our purpose, K Dizzle. And I know, like, you know, everybody wants to do what they want to do and be successful. But if I can influence and inspire people, I think that's what it's all about, you know, because I've definitely been influenced and inspired to do certain things. So if I could pass that down, that'd be a great achievement for myself. That's it. You do it every day with the people you talk to, the information and love you spread. And just let your light be your light. And it'll shine in the people that people that knew you and in the people that knew them. Because somebody will tell a story that'll tell a story that'll tell a story about about what you did for them. And that's just what life's about. If you can make a difference in one person, five person, ten people's lives, that's the only thing that really matters at the end of the day. You come right. and you've done what you're supposed to do, uh, and you've completed the task. But make sure that you stay on point on uh, living living that type of life. So once again, shout out to Virgil Abloh, rest in paradise. Rest in peace. Your job is done. Um, and on Onto newer and, and bigger, better things. Hey, on a lighter note, let me ask you something. Go ahead. On a lighter note, what do you like or what do you prefer, K Dizzle DC? Do you like Black Friday or do you like Cyber Monday? Black Friday, Cyber Monday. 
or does it matter? Are you like one of those guys that goes, sits out there and parks out at your favorite store at 4 a.m. on Black Friday, like in the old school days? Or are you online at 4 a.m. now on Monday morning for Cyber Monday? Which one you doing? Me, I have never done either. <laughs> you just say, you say, I have yeah. never, never done either. Now, has my wife done it a couple times? Yeah. Um, but me, I, no, because I understand what the game is. You know, what happens in retail, because we've been in retail forever. Um, yeah. That same TV that was $1,000, um, they juice the price up to twelve ninety five, and then sell it for, you know, 600 and all in all we know that they they paid 200 to build the shit so i mean you're gonna get a good plan with us man they playing with your emotions and it's okay it's okay that's what the game is and you just gotta it's all about perception it's all about if you feel like exactly if you feel like it's a good deal go buy the shit 90 percent of that stuff that's on sale you don't need 90 percent of it that's on sale you do not need can i tell you some real shit I was just thankful that I already bought everything I needed months ago when I moved into my new spot. Hey, so I didn't have anything that I really wanted to buy. So I was like, <laughs> "Yes, thank you." So, it was more so like, "Let me not look at the deals because I knew I paid more last month." <laughs> <laughs> so remember, remember last couple episodes I had a shitty camera. The camera I bought right now. Oh, oh! I saved twenty dollars. Okay. That's realistic, okay. Saber. So, that, so you thought that, that was a real deal? That was. Is that a deal? Because they could afford to take twenty dollars off. It was twenty dollars off. So, whatever. You know, and one I time really, I had no intentions. I had no intentions. One time, this this customer sat in front of me in my office, and she had bought a car a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I never met her. And she had sat in my office, and she had a different issue or whatnot. And we were talking, and she was like, kind of bringing up the deal to me. And she was like, you know, I, I saw this and I paid this. And do you think it was a good deal? And I said, Mrs. Such and such, let me ask you a question. Do you really think I should sit here right now in this position and tell you it wasn't a good deal? So let me address it this way. A good deal is your perception. You have to feel in your heart that that was a good deal. <laughs> so you try to spit game to her and tell her the truth. I'm just telling her the real, like, yeah. and that's the thing about everything. If you think about that metaphorically, right? That's us every day. That's it. Every day, all day, no matter what, no matter what you're buying, no matter what you're doing, as people, as we're moving, we're always closing each other. There's always something going on. You always got that FOMO, fear missing out, and it's the perfect season for that going into the holidays. Perfect season. Perfect season. Hides your wallets, guard your purses. It's baby Jesus time, man. You got to spend money for baby Jesus. That's just what it, it should is. do. Okay? What are you shopping it for this do. year? The economy relies upon it. You can't see that face in the podcast, but you'll understand with the pause, the dramatic pause. What the game is a shrug. It's a shrug. Shoulder shrug. But yep. yeah, man, it's just what it is. Again, welcome to uh, ADU Podcast episode 38. Can I buy the burger or do fries come with it? We'll get into that in a minute. But come on, let's get on to these rants, man. Hef, hef, have at it, my guy. What is your rant today, bro? My rant is very, very. Go ahead, put it up. Put it up first. Let let it proceed me or preceed me. (laughs) And what am I pulling up? All right. If you haven't seen or if you've been living under a rock, 
This is young Rihanna, a.k.a. Savage, a.k.a. Robin Fenty. She is doing self-promotion right now. And believe it or not, this little montage of pictures and videos that she put up in this new outfit that she was promoting for her company, um, it had the Internet on fire today. I thought it was something that's great. Obviously, I support Rihanna. I think she's beautiful. I usually make jokes about it, you know, with my friends and my girl. But at the end of the day, something as simple as this had the internet on fire. What you think, Kate? Rihanna is Rihanna. The the crazy thing about her, <laughs> crazy thing about her, is you know she started off as an artist, and then she an average her, artist, an average artist at that, right? But then people started to gravitate to her, and she's got tracks. She's got a whole album with Jay Z. You know, she she just I mean, she makes good music, right? She she has the best producers. She got the best production. Um, the lyrics are, are are on point. She doesn't have the greatest voice. She doesn't. She's, but somehow the song sounds good. It's the package. She is a absolute package, right? You know, she's the sex appeal, you know, the allure and the average voice with the top notch people around her. You can honestly she is the industry plant. This it isn't this what you in your definition? You said Doja Cat was an industry plant last, right. yeah, last week, didn't you? Did no, you, did more you more so like an industry plant is a person that claims they don't get help from the industry. Okay. But has a huge backing from the industry. I don't think Rihanna ever doubted or, you know, faked the fact that she had Jay behind her. She had Rock Nation mm-hmm. behind her. And obviously she had the look. So if they could have found a way to take that look in her music and stretch it out, and then somehow she took that run took and it turned and it into this. Man, she took it and built a Kudos. spaceship, bro. Kudos she took to it and built a spaceship, flew to the moon, and is watching us. From the moon because she got with Fenty, she did she did all, and she became she's just a billionaire now. You you can't. Say I mean, anything, she's but. selling she's selling lingerie for dollars and pennies, and murdering the game. It's got to be like selling out so much for her to be getting paid as much as she does because the product's not even that expensive. Six. Well, the, I mean, it's a three dollar bra for fifty five dollars. Not even like fifty five dollars. Like if you get the membership, I'm not going to tell you the details. <laughs> <laughs> if you get the subscription, you can get stuff for like three dollars, man. Goodness oh. gracious! Oh, you got the membership. Hold up, hold up. Questions, and you I can get men's clothes too. Men's underwear. But, but um. Yes, she got the internet going going nuts. Nah, she got to pay me because I seen some of her models. I could definitely be one of her models. <laughs> Shout out to Rihanna, man, doing her thing, bro. She got the internet going nuts as usual. You know, the billionaire. When you make that kind of when you get to a certain level of money, you don't even it don't even matter anymore. It just don't matter like the amount. You know, um Kevin Hart said he wanted to be a billionaire just because he can show people that you can do it. You want to go back to the hood and say, "Hey, I'm you know I came out of the same place you can, and I'm a billionaire now." Um, but in in truth, like he's like he'll say it too. The money don't matter after you get to a certain level of of money. It don't matter, you know. Right. So you can't spend it in a lifetime. All you're doing now is creating generational wealth that and figuring out ways how they're not allowed to blow it. Point blank. But uh, but yeah, shout out to Rihanna, man, doing her thing. Look. My yeah, rant. so that was my, that was my rant, you know. My me. rant, okay, is going to be very simple, and have alluded to it. And only I got three words 
Okay. <laughs> Fuck Howie Roseman. And this is going to lead into sports after you finish your rant. Fuck Howie ahead, Roseman. <laughs> general manager <laughs> of the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Dum, dum, dum. If you are not aware, the Philadelphia Eagles, who've won two of their last three trash, games, two of their last three games, beat some quality with quality opponents. If okay? you say so, quality opponents lost to the New York Giants today. The New York Football Giants. No, you can't say football. Man. You can't say football in their name because they don't play football. They play they, scrimmage. They, okay? they play football today. When I watched that game today, it was bad. I watched it with the sound off. I, <laughs> I didn't even work. I, look, I was sleeping. I'm glad I didn't watch it because I wouldn't. They were sleep too. You give it you the man who is known like he is literally known to drop passes. He is known to drop balls. Ever and y'all since fans are came into the NFL, motherfuckers, because y'all got the toughest fans, but y'all are allowing this type of performance. Oh no. No, he's trash. No, this oh, performance. No. I, I haven't. I haven't watched it yet, but I already know because the the pri- the score was thirteen seven. Already know it's trash. Already know. I'm, I'm gonna watch it back and I'm gonna watch the game. How it was, it was called. bad. And I'm a and I again. I you know Nick Sirianni needs to. We need a quality offensive coordinator. I gotta tell you, man. It's funny you say that. Not to cut you off, but either y'all's offense. Either the game plan was trash or the Giants' defensive game plan was on point. The game because plan. Because they were trash. strapping Jalen Hurts all game long. Two things. Two things. The game plan was trash for one. And two, the New York Giants came in with a chip on their shoulder because they just fired Jason Garrett, who was trash. Jason Garrett, um, their offensive coordinator. So they had to come in and do That's something. That's a sad story. They had to come in and do something. Our defense is our defense, period. They our defense is can fit can be is fairly strong. Our offense is trash. Well, what okay? are you talking about, KW? I'm over it. Fuck Howie Roseman. That's my rant. Thank That's you. That's it. That's all. Thank you is. for your rant. Thank you for fuck Howie Roseman. He all put right. that trash team together. Can you put the clip up, please? No, I'm not putting the clip up. Put the clip up. I'm not putting show the clip the up. Fans, no, I'm not putting show... the clip up. The crowd show the chat what we're talking about. Why should I show them? It's part of sports, please. It's part of sports. bullshit again. So as no. K Dizzle DC pulls a clip up, we're going to go into sports. But obviously, um, it was a tough day. Um, a lot of divisional games were played. A lot of divisional games were lost. Uh, Pittsburgh got their head cracked by Cincinnati. Here's the drop. Looking, stepping away from the pressure. Fires to the end zone. <laughs> And this is a bad time. The quarterback it. position giving your receivers a chance to catch the ball, and Rager oh. has one go through his hands once. That's two. Would have won the game. Would have gone through the you hands. Would have won the game. Would have kept the no Eagles in a playoff hunt. You know they might have caused some uh, serious uh, fracas at the end of the season, but I doubt it now. I think the flame has uh, been put out. I think people like K Dizzle DC is now looking towards next year. Um, but back to the overall it. landscape of sports in the NFL. Green Bay pulls out a tough win against the Rams. My uh, Super Bowl pick for this year, the Green Bay Packers, definitely doing mm. what they do. Um, the Ravens are playing a tough game right now against Cleveland. Like I said, Cincinnati smacked Pittsburgh. So I think we're going to definitely see who's going to take hold of the AFC North. 
I think whatever team does is going to be a strong Super Bowl contender for this year. Um, I believe the Patriots pulled another tough one out. Uh, keep an eye on those guys. Yeah, 38-31 over the Colts. I mean, goodness. No, no, no. That was the – I'm sorry, that was Tampa Bay. Bay. That was Tampa Bay. I was, I was going to get to that. They played a hell of a game. What was the score of the Patriots while I talk about Tampa Bay? Hold on. Let me pull it up. Tampa Bay. I thought no, 36-13 over um, Tennessee. That one, 36-13. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, New England is an underappreciated football team right now. Bill, Bill Belichick, Belichick has is that under- defense playing phenomenal. Bill Belichick is in, is is the GOAT of all coaches. I don't care what you say. He don't. It don't matter who's on that team. It doesn't matter who's on that team. It will be a winning season. Period. That's incredible, man. Period. I mean to see what to see what Bill Belichick did with the franchise that was left with him once Tom Brady left, and to see what Tom Brady's doing as he won a Super Bowl since he left New England, and what he's doing this year with Tampa is incredible, man. We're watching some really good football. Um, unfortunately, you know Washington, they're just being themselves. Uh, anytime they don't play, is a good day. They play Monday night. We'll see what they do against Seattle. Uh, both teams are struggling. One of them got to get a win. Uh, as far as the NBA, you know, Washington, man, the Wizards are looking good. Wizards, They're looking um, good, Kate. I don't huh? know if you've been seeing them, man. They've been beating some yeah. good teams. They've been they beating some good teams. But the team that's actually making the most noise right now, if you haven't been following, it's not my Lakers. It's not LeBron. It's the Phoenix Suns. Uh, they're playing phenomenal basketball. Um, I think, uh, you know, if the Lakers don't get it together, Phoenix will probably have a straight shot to get back into the finals again. So that is sports for episode 38. Uh, we wish uh, Philadelphia Eagles fans, including K. Dizzle DC, the best. Because that shit was just uncivilized. No, that's just, that's just, that's a, that's a swift kick in the balls. It's <laughs> just swift kick in the balls and it, and it hurts. It for does. A hurt. Long periods of time. For us to lose to the New York Giants, who have been playing like an AAU team. I'm sorry, not AAU, but you understand what I'm saying. I mean, they 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 like a wow, like a pound team. Yeah, like a pound team. This is mm. one fifteen, one fifteen and under. Man, you disrespecting the Giants. I am absolutely. They absolutely. smacked y'all today. Their dog. What the kids say? They're dog water, bro. They're dog water. Dog water, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, so look, let's talk Shout about Marcel Love, who's a jazz fan. <laughs> Speaking of Marcel Love, we uh we shouted his business out. Let's talk about our black business for this week episode. Yes, bring it out. This is a joint. This is a joint uh business promotion by uh Half Streams and K Dizzle DC. Uh, we both support this young man, so I'll let K Dizzle go ahead and roll it out. Man, we uh we we talk about black business every week, and we say, okay, who are we going to do? Who's yours? Who's mine? And we decided this week together, new level cleaning service uh, by the by the young man Nate Taylor. He quit his job to start this company, uh, serving the Maryland area. New level cleaning service. Um, they do all types of cleaning jobs for you: post construction, mate, recurring mate cleaning, home office carpet, commercial maintenance, moving and out cleaning, sports facilities area power washing. Go see these folks, man. The full number right here is four four three three two three zero zero one five. New Level Cleaning Service Maryland at gmail.com. The website is newlevelcleaningservice.com. He's also on Facebook. Um, what's, what's, what's funny is that I want to say, I can't even remember how long ago it was, but it was only a few years ago where 
this young young guy, up and coming guy, just just got married, started in the car business. We're training him up how to teach him how to sell cars. He starts selling cars, becomes the number one top salesman, does well in his career, and we're growing and we're we're grooming his kid. Very very. Uh, what would you say? Would you say about his attitude? We'd be. I say. Up, right? I say. I say he's rough around the edges. Very he's, brash. He didn't. He. I told him to look up the word tack one day. <laughs> yeah. So. 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 So he's 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 an intense dude. Sometimes you gotta be you gotta be mindful of. Uh, he said tack. He's very brash, but the kid knows what he's doing. He knows <laughs> when he wants what he wants. He goes and get it, and he does. He he performs at a high level in whatever he does. And this company in itself, the fact that he stepped out of faith and is doing it with him and his family, um, says a lot to us. So we're going to support him 110%. Nate Taylor, you're a boy. We we love you. Appreciate you. We wish you much success in 2022 with new level cleaning service. Fam, go see this kid right now. You need cleaning services, go talk to the kid. I equate his his competitiveness and his fire as his eagerness to you know take care of his clients. Um, he's very excited about and passionate about this business. So I would definitely hire him in a heartbeat commercial or residential. So definitely check him out. Yeah, check him out for sure. He's he's finna get my money soon enough. Soon enough. <laughs> hey, music sleepers. Here we music, go. This has become a popular situation right now. Music sleepers right now. So who you want how you want to do? Nah, so you know what we do. So over the past few weeks, I say probably like the last seven weeks now, we've been playing a sleeper piece. This song might be old, might be new, but it's something that you might not have heard. So we're compiling a playlist. It will be probably on all the streaming platforms soon. Uh which one we going with first? Uh let's do Fifi, bro. Let's do a five five. Five five is it five five? Five five. Is that five five? So it's that Tyler, it's that Tyler Weegway. And 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 Toby and Weegway. Toby, excuse me. I'm sorry. I know I still gotta give him respect because I'm sorry for messing up his name. Toby and Weegway has some incredible production. Um, I saw a couple of his videos floating around on Facebook. And the um my boy, his sister went to see him live. So check out this clip right here. This song is called Five Five. They do their own production. It's definitely off the hook. I still play his Brianna Taylor song. It's, even though it's like 10 <laughs> seconds. Even though it's 10 seconds. Shout out to All right, let's roll this up. This is uh, Five Five featuring Fat anyway. Toby. Look, dog, I'm extra unique. My whole aura screen talent. I've been listening to Fat Like Griselda and Marvin Wines just to make sure I'm balanced. I'm from the West. Yeah. Half of my partners is savage. The other half made it out the mud, but the taste of sludge didn't alter their palate. Yeah. I'm a dog. I'm a beast. And your father figure. Yeah. That little P365 was just fast started pistol. Yeah. She got a scorpion too and a stang you just like a scorpion do. If a demon get gregarious, my little Harry don't do what accordions do. Yeah. That means bold. I was told by the G's of bold. Yeah. Keep your lady close. Make sure she can work a pole. Yeah. But they wasn't referring to strip hell. Still by fame with the clippers. Yeah. I done been blessed with a woman that pray heavy but turn the freak on the left. Yeah. She keep the devil off me like the cherubim. She make it clear. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. But that's how I be in the jungle. Yeah. I grew up around Wallings and Mongols. Yeah. Ready to smoke it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
what when I first saw the video, K does I couldn't stop watching. I said, This is crazy. Yeah, that's just that's just lit right there. And there's also a series, I don't know if you guys have ever checked it out. It's called Tiny Desk, it's through NPR music. And it's like a live version of people's music in a very nice setup. So check his uh Tiny Desk series out as well. No, oh, shout out to Toby in Weekway, man. He does yeah, he man. does fantastic music, man. I first learned through him through um he was rolling with Eric Thomas for a little bit. Mm. And then then went his own direction. Um, but phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal creator. So I'm on a little different tone. I'm a little different tone. I'm gonna bring up the homie BJ, the Chicago kid. He's giving extreme, extreme D'Angelo vibes. Is in the building, man. So uh, it's a little older song, but it's 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 where it is, bro. Let me put this thing up. It's called "Turning Me Up," man. We gonna let me pull him up. Pull my guy up here. There we go. Yeah. Baby, keep on turning me up. That ain't D'Angelo. I don't know what life is about right now. Hey, man, we got to put that playlist together because these are some <laughs> good songs, man. If that ain't D'Angelo, I don't know what life is about. If you did not know, if you did not know that was BJ and you heard that on the radio, you would have thought that was D'Angelo. I didn't know. 100%. You put me down to something tonight, man. So BJ, the Chicago kid, what was BJ that track Chicago called? Kid. It's called Turning Me Up. Turning Me Turning Up? Me up. Yes, indeed. Yes, we putting indeed. together a mean playlist right now, Kermit. Playlist. That's a. Hey, it's hey, physical. Bro. It's physical. It's serious. It'll touch you. It'll so episode thirty-eight, man. We making some progress. We making uh, some quick movement. We talked about Black Friday, Cyber Monday. We talked about Rihanna doing her thing. We talked about the Eagles laying eggs. All right, that's enough of that, bitch. We talked about my man Nate, the next level cleaning. Extraordinary service. We talked about our music sleepers. Now we're talking about what we always get into that deep dive. Can where I we just, put up our number right now. The chat's been a little quiet tonight. I expected it because of the late Ravens game, but go ahead and put the number up. K does hey. Can I just buy the burger or do fries come with that shake? Don't be afraid. Do fries come with that shake? 301-857-1757. Text to join the conversation. Or just text in the chat, man. Look. Tonight's deep dive conversation is kind of a piggyback um, off of a little bit of what we talked about last night. Um, I mean, sorry, not last night, but last week. Feels like last night. Right. But um, but just adds another wrinkle to the element. Okay. Um, first, we talked about basic relationships, but now we're talking about marriage. Can the we next get level. married? Can we get married if I don't like your family? Mm. Mm. 
Can we get married? How much does a family weigh in on the relationship? Um, That's the real this, question. You know, how much does it weigh in into the relationship? Ask yourself a question. If you, the man is, see, see, they're <laughs> starting off the rip. That's finna be tough right there. Look, how much does that family play a role in you making that decision? Look, he, look, they could be the nicest person, have all the great characteristics of a beautiful human being, and you go to their family event, you go to their Thanksgiving, like you just did, and notice all of them from 9th Street or uh, <laughs> 8th Street, 8th and 8th. Or they from, uh, they from the rough side of town. They from Benham Road. Everybody look. Everybody look like they recovering. You know, it's it's a conversation that has to be had. That's everybody look like they recovering. Or everybody got <laughs> papers. You know what I'm saying? Or everybody got court dates. It's a conversation to be had, a hundred percent. Because you're not only marrying that person, you're marrying that family. Uh, and what if the what if the family's super involved? What if the family's super super involved, like at their house every day. Like mama be at their house every day. You laying the content out. I mean, uh, you're asking the tough questions, you know. Definitely. And that's the thing about it. It depends on how involved the family is, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on how much you let that family cause your behavior to change, you know. Because mm-hmm. if you and that family have dis- disagreements or if you're at an odds, you might not necessarily let that affect you on a daily basis with your partner. But if you let mm-hmm. that affect you and it's visible, it can definitely weigh down your relationship. Oh, for sure. For sure. 100%. But they're they're a part of that package. When you get that person, you get that family too. Now, not all... I, but do you have that. to get that family too? Let me you go have to earlier. If the family's already there, which nine times a ten they are, or if they're... Some people have very, very close families. Some people don't have close families at all. But we're talking about in that situation where they are a very close family and they are in, they're like ingrained in everything that person does. And you you find that out through the relationship and you're on the verge of marriage. Right? What I mean, let's say let's say you got somebody that's you got a mom. Usually because usually I'm going to say this. I always got to use a caveat. I don't want anybody coming after me. Usually it's the mother that's heavily involved. Usually it's a mom that's heavily involved. And if it's a son, she's heavily involved in the son's decision making. If it's a woman, she's heavily involved in the woman's decision making. Or they're saying, this should be doing this, or they should be doing that. They should be, that should be doing this, and that should be doing that. How do you deal with that? Do you, do you, do you own that? Do you Come on, have talk to me, bro. Ask me a specific question, man. You didn't put out right. like twenty questions. I did, I did. All right. So, mom is mom is a part of the daughter's decision making, right? Um, and let's say mom has the opposing view on every every question, every question that you guys decide to make as a couple, and she comes back, but my mom says so and so and so and so. How do you deal with that? I would like to have a group conversation for one. If a mom is that heavily involved, then let's all sit down and talk. Me, her, and the mom can talk because I want the mom to know that I want to understand where she's coming from and I want to listen to her and hear her out because that's just out of respect. And if I totally disagree, I might let it be known that I disagree. But 
in a perfect world, I want to set those boundaries early. If I get that opportunity, see, like some people don't get that opportunity. But to answer your question, if I can set that boundary early, I would have that conversation with all with both parties hmm. and just break it down. And like I said, look, mom, I respect where you're coming from, but this is where I stand as the future husband of your daughter. And we can definitely talk, you know, any options or any types of other things in a consideration. But I want you to know where I come from when it comes to this situation. So what if what if what if the wife takes the side of the mom on certain situations? It's going to happen. And that's and that's OK. But it's a it's OK to disagree. But you still have to move forward on some type of accord to where it's going to be acceptable for both sides now whatever that situation is because even though i might not get my way 100 i made my point clear i addressed how i wanted my situation to be if i could have it my way and then it probably didn't go my way so i conformed to compromise because you have to have compromise in a good relationship right now, so that's kind of how i would take it okay so how how long are you going to do that for as long as it's reciprocated, I can go as long as we go, because that's, in my opinion, that's a good ebb and flow as far as a relationship. So, you're But if you can't get, I'm saying if we can have that same dynamic to where you can communicate your issues, and even if I don't win, mm-hmm. sometimes I would hope that it goes my way, because that's fair compromise. All right, so that sounds good. You know, right. first, couple, first couple times, let's say you get married. Are you are you continually sitting down and having having? A, I mean, I would I would hope by that. No, no, nah, nah, okay, Dizzle. I would hope at that point, over time, you would have learned each other to where you don't have to have those conversations anymore. Because at that point, I understand her mom or her dad, and he understands me. My mom understands her, and vice versa. Because at that point, you're just learning personalities when you're growing in, into a relationship right. and you're marrying families together. But right. some situations, you're not necessarily marrying families together because some people keep it separate and just say, you know what, no matter how much we disagree, no matter how much our families disagree, we're still going to rock. Mm-hmm. But that can still have its downside, too, because at a certain point, that family's still going to come up. What, and that's what I'm, what's, what I'm saying is this. You've already set the precedent of having a conversation. Sit down and have okay. Well, your mom thinks about this. All right, let's bring it to the table. So, you now you're married. Are you still bringing it to the table five years in, six years, seven years, three years? Let me let me years? ask you this. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question, K. Does Erica in Arizona? I really appreciate y'all because you guys always stick with us. And Erica says family members have to know their place, and you have to know yours, right? Mm-hmm. Arizona says, man, I dealt with it before. Got to create boundaries. Mom got to limit her inputs and borrowing money. (laughs) Okay, so that's a very personal experience, Arizona. (laughs) Thank you for sharing. But my my question is this. Let's say I'm voicing my opinion about my partner's family. And it might not be a good opinion, or I might say something negative about something that I feel about her family. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't expect her to pick sides because that's not healthy and that's not the way to go. But to what extent would you say she should react or carry it in a certain way 
if she was on her family's side. It's fair for her to be on her family's side because she's her own person. She doesn't have to be on my side. But how should she handle it when it comes to letting me down off of this situation? Because she has to protect her family, but she doesn't really want to damage our relationship at the same time. Because at the same time, she sees and she hears I have an issue. But Mm -hmm. she might be right in where she's coming from in defending her family. So what does she do? I'm asking a specific question tonight. Text in 301-857-1757 and join the conversation. What you think, A. Dizzle? So it 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 depends because the the defense of the family, how they answer that is a, is a really a good question. How they answer it, whether they're saying, "Hey, I don't I don't agree with you," or they're saying, "Hey, don't talk about my family like that," because it comes into a play. And also, what you what you're what you're saying about that family plays a huge role in it, role in it as well. So that that in itself is you got to be a little more specific are we talking like man you know i hate your people they're a drug addict or or your mom your mom just bought another another stack from me i can't take it no more it just depends on what you talk about in that specific context now because it really matters upon what you're saying about the family whether whether it's right or wrong because like we said um before and like the chat has said there's certain boundaries that have to be set within it you know, the whole situation of setting that precedence of sitting down with a third party, um, like the mom or the dad, whoever's the one that's the most um, vocal about the situation, you have to say, hey, um, you set that precedence and you set the tone where you're you're allowing that to happen. Well, they're OK with coming in with their two cents. But what about but what about if you lost the situation? And you all and you already know, like you and let's say your girl's mom don't see eye to eye, right? Mm-hmm. But you still want to give it a chance, and you still want to show that you can, even if you disagree, show maturity, mm-hmm. right? And still work it out and grow. So you take that route. But the farther and deeper you go into it, you still can't reason, right? You still can't mm-hmm. necessarily get on the same playing field. So you kind of head down this path of you're trying, but you're really getting to conclus- conclusion of like, you know what? I'm just done just talking to so, you. Th- so, so wait a minute. Hold, hold on to that. Cause let me pull Eric. Eric pulled up in there. What's up, sis? Hey. What's, What's up, Eric? Let me give her a round of applause for being here <laughs> with us every episode. Can y'all? Okay. Okay. Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. Talk to me, sis. So basically, um, I like when it comes to like the whole thing, like if you have an issue with the other family or like other family members and you bring it to your spouse, I feel like your spouse is kind of like the buffer. Like, you know, if your family is being disrespectful, just like, you know, if your partner is crossing the line. So right. I feel like that's when like you got to be honest. And if your spouse is doing too much, you tell them like, babe, you kind of doing a lot or if it's your family that's for you to run interference because they shouldn't be disrespecting your spouse so mm-hmm. i feel like you know benefits both ways i mean they both disrespecting each other yeah and what do you do like what if that what if you were in that situation where your man don't like you know your 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 rep your uh, uncle or your cousin 
and you don't necessarily like his family, and it's just like back and forth, what would you do? I don't know. I might cuss them all out. It's too much because y'all got to grow up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? got to grow up. If I'm going to be with this person, we can't be doing all this. We just, we can't be doing all that. But if it's a like legitimate reason, because I dealt with it before mm-hmm. with someone's mom and they was throwing shade. Now, where mm-hmm. the issue came from me, you don't have to care for me. But even though she didn't have a legitimate reason to not care for me, but you don't have to care for me, but you're going to be respectful. And she mm-hmm. just always would like throw little jabs, but my partner was not defending me. So issues came with me. And him. Oh. Privately, yeah. it was, oh, you're right. My mom is wrong. And I was like, but you don't tell your mom that. So your mom thinks she can keep yapping at me. Erica, can I interject real quick? Yeah. Because you just hit something on the head for me. So I had a situation where I'm not going to make it a long story, but I felt like something occurred around me and my fiance and my girl who I love very much. Yeah. But I felt like something occurred that she didn't necessarily, I feel like had my back on at the time. Like Mm. when, like when the shit went down and like everything hit the fan and like, you know, our families were out there and like all the action was going on. I didn't feel like she was there for me. But in her in her mind, she felt like she handled it the way she had to because that's her family as well. So I respect that. That's that's tough. I mean, that's- in the day, if I'm marrying you, I made a vow to you. Like, yes, that's my family. You know what I'm saying? But when we become one, I lay home. I go home with you at night. So it's like we gotta figure out. Like I said, I'm I'm all for telling my partner if my partner's wrong, but I'm also for telling my family if they're wrong too. Like I always hear people say, like in public, you know, y'all should be a unified front. But sometimes your partner's wrong. Now I'm not saying you gotta embarrass him in front of people. I'm not saying that. Right. But you can pull him to the side and just be like, Bitch. you ain't gotta you ain't gotta be wrong with him. You ain't gotta just because you his partner be out there stepping wrong with his ass. Yeah, but ain't nobody. Ain't nobody tell you where that outfit. You knew it was ugly when you walked out the door. <laughs> okay. People mouth it. You know what I'm saying? But privately, we won't have a talk. You better not try that again. Right. Because <laughs> then now, <laughs> but okay. no, but I mean, sometimes family members, they do, they do overstep. But I just felt like for me, like it got to the point where because he wasn't defending me, they kept trying me. Mm. And I mm. And it was like, oh, why you, you know, why you coming at my mom like that? Because your mom been coming at me. But since you don't want to have my back, I gotta have my back. So then it turned into. I love hearing. I love hearing this because it seems so familiar, Kate Dizzle. Mm. And Mm. I've been screaming this for a few times over the past so long. But wow, Erica, you came through with some real shit. Hey, hey, Ron says protect your relationships, even from your family. Um, He's right, Arizona Ron. He right. He right because sometimes he's always right. Members, your members, unfortunately, do not always have your best interests at heart. And when it comes to the relationship, it's the two people involved. They don't know the conversations that we have privately, right? And not for me to tell everybody everything that we go through. But you know, if if my family has something that's legitimate, I'll consider it. But I'll bring it to my partner as well. But mm-hmm. like I said. You know when your partner's doing too much or when it's your family. 
now and it's and it's so a two it's my a, part and you don't have a legitimate reason to not like him right come it's there is a there's always going to be a twofold situation because sometimes someone can see or know something or or be uh or be cued to something about your relationship that you may not even see yet so sometimes your family can see some things and say hey that's fair that ain't right for you because they can see they can they can sense some toxicity and you not be you not even be aware of it yet so is bring it to me don't just him you know what i'm saying if there's that you have just talk to me one-on-one erica you know these are things that i've noticed cool like my mother always tell me i don't get in your business as long as ain't nobody putting no hands on you mm-hmm. just like when you start coming home with black eyes then it's different then that was everybody's business but aside from that she's like i don't get involved because right. what ends up happening you get your family involved and then you don't leave them and then mm-hmm. now they mad but y'all still together but see, there's a, there's twofold to that, and, and a lot of people say that too. Got you know, I got family say, I as long as they don't put their hands on you. I used to say that a lot myself too about my mm-hmm. girls. Look, you can talk to me as long as they don't put your hand their hands on you. We're good. Ooh. But verbal abuse, however, is well. thank you. Emotional abuse is much worse than physical abuse, okay. and men are smarter nowadays, knowing that they can go to jail for for physical abuse, but emotional abuse is much harder to much harder to prove Arizona emotional abuse somebody take the keyboard from Arizona Ron can't do it yeah I fight family yeah I fight family members too look you have to be mindful you gotta be mindful that's those small things those small keys because it's harder for somebody to, to remove themselves from an emotionally abusive relationship because it takes it only happens when they decide or when they see it for themselves and say, "Hey, I'm worth more. I deserve better than this, and, and I need to move on." So that's okay. a that's another part of you're you're a family member and you're seeing your other you're seeing someone that you love in a in a emotionally abusive relationship, and that you try as much as you can without prying or without being too obtrusive or being disrespectful to that other person. But you know what? Well, to pull them out of that. Not to put all my business out there, but my situation that I referenced earlier mm-hmm. had some layers of that going on as well. But it got to the point where they had to let me see it for myself. Right. And, and some can voice your opinion, but if a person's in too deep, because I was in too deep, you right. got to just eventually, you know what I'm saying? The person right. will see it. And eventually I saw it. And to right. be honest, even when they were telling me certain things, I saw it then. I just... You you just not ready to get out of it, you know. Right, right, you know, right. I can't so say my family was wrong. Why the camera? Hold on. Why I'm not in the center? Okay. <laughs> I can't necessarily say my family was wrong. It's just I wasn't ready to walk away. So what yes. about this? So what about this question here? Right before we go. But they never disrespected them. Yes. It's always respectful to them when they saw. Well, so they did. So they did it right. So they did. It, they did it right. What you, Erica K. Does let me ask y'all this question real quick. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So what do you do if the family and your partner just can't get along? But you know for a fact that y'all getting married, that's your boo, y'all a unit. But whenever they get together, it just don't bang. But at the same time, whenever it's apart, everything's good. How do you carry it? What do you do? That's tough. I mean, 
Can you, can you do well in that situation? I mean, I've seen people do it, but nine times out of ten, what ends up happening it is don't like, work out. Yeah, it's just it's challenging because you may come to events, but then it's always you by yourself. He yeah. ain't never there, or you know, it's like animosity. So I mean, I've seen people do it, but I don't I don't recommend it. It's first, just too tough. Fact. First and foremost, first and foremost, you gotta know your family. First and foremost, know you yourself. Know your you have to know yourself. know yourself. Know your family and where they're coming from and why they're saying what they're saying. They, you know, if if you trust, uh, if you trust the people in your family that are going to make, going to help you make good decisions, and yet, then yeah, you really got to take a look and say, okay, what am I seeing that I'm? What am I not seeing that they're seeing? But if, like we talked about before, if if your entire family look like they just came out of rehab, or or uh, <laughs> Or they all, you know, they got they they're trying to tell them, uh, tell you something about them that they they don't even see. You have to question. You have to question their motives. Some family members just don't want you to be happy. That's true. Some That's true. family members don't don't want you to be more happy than them. So well, you got to consider know. the source. If you got to consider the source. Source, then okay, I could take what you're saying to heart, or yeah, you, you got- know, consideration, but. But everybody might not be as sharp as that to consider the source. Yeah. Some need you can have it. That was a real hurtful year. Yeah. I mean, but that goes back to they just got to find out on their own. Because at some point, you can't keep wasting your breath. Like, you need to lead this person. You need to do that. You just got to take your hands off of it. Right. You know? That's right. Just hoping some- they see it. You gotta let some people learn their lessons. Hopefully, yeah. they're not too not too expensive or not too uh, too costly. But uh, it's easier. I mean, I know it's not ideal, but it's much easier when everybody can just get along. We ain't gotta be best friends, but if we all can just get along, it's much easier. Hey, E Money, can I tell you something? Yes. I fuck with you heavy because you fuck with us. So okay. always hold it down because you are one of our day ones, and I really love you and I appreciate you very much. Oh. Thank you, sis. We love you. We love you, sis. All right, thank you. Hey, hey, but but look, positive knowledge. Your family, you know, you I keep I keep harping on that. You have to be careful with setting a certain precedent of allowing certain people into your relationship. That's a lot and of certains and precedents. You got a certain certain precedent for certain set people. Certain precedents for certain <laughs> people to be a part of your relationship. And sooner or later, you gotta say, okay, that's that's great advice, but we're gonna do what we we think is right. right. And and it, and it only comes when you and your significant other make a decision to say, hey, it's me and you against the world. Period. Point blank. Everybody else, yeah. Set the boundaries for relationship. Everybody else, yeah. They can give us some advice, but it's me and you, babe, against the world, and we're gonna figure it out together. And it takes time. Yo, mama and your cousin too. <laughs> <laughs> me and you, and, right. and it, it, it's, that's just that's just the nature of the beast. Families can families can play a great part of relationship and help them grow and build uh, and teach. And coach and motivate and push, um, but they also can be sometimes can be a hindrance, and you just gotta know know when, when, where, and how and why. And um, 
that's a learning process with anything else. It's definitely a learning process. And you have to also be cognizant of you in your certain situations. Uh, when things come up, whether you're right or whether you're wrong, you got to step back and say, okay. I got to say. I, I, shouldn't have punch, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have punched Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe in the face when he took a sip of my beer. I shouldn't hey, have punched him in the face. I love the episodes when you on your pulpit and you be talking that shit. Because <laughs> tonight it was very easy for me to do episode 38 because you've been hitting some shit on the head like the opposite <laughs> of Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that was funny. But uh nah, real shit though, man. You was you've been dropping facts all night. Um, and a lot of us, like, you know, just like all of our topics that we talk about on all just a podcast, we can relate to these, man. And oh. what's up, Queen? Ready? And um, it, it doesn't matter if you're wrong or right. Like the whole point of these conversations, K. Dizzle, if I'm wrong, correct me, is for growth. It's for us to be able to talk about it. 100%. 100% growth. The biggest thing, like I said, um, is, is growth. Figuring out how you deal with your relationships, your relationships when you got family involved uh, is a huge step in the right direction on growth within a relationship, within who your significant other and your spouse, you have to set boundaries. Okay. Mama ain't going to tell you what, what you should do all the time. Daddy ain't going to tell you what you should do. all the And time. we got to start digging a little deeper in that, in that, in that uh, advice too. setting boundaries sounds easy, but I think one episode we should come out with in the near future is like how to set the boundaries, how to set boundaries. Sweet baby. Jesus. Um, I need to set boundaries with Queen Witty for hitting me up in the middle of the night. Sweet baby Jesus. But on that apex, get on that apex. Get on that apex, exactly. Speaking of streaming, speaking of streaming, right? Go ahead. I would like to announce Young Half Streams will be debuting on Twitch. I will (laughs) I will be gaming. I have a beautiful setup. I cannot wait. I will be taking all 2K challenges on. But he sucks. All Call of Duty challenges on. (laughs) (laughs) You're dog water, bro. You're dog Dog water. water. And (laughs) I will be just chatting as well. So follow your boy, Young Half Streams, on Twitch. And you know where K Dizzle DC is. He's the president. Hey, shout out to shout out to um, Halo Infinite <laughs> launching early. Um, I got for the first time. Uh, I got called the N word again on on uh, on yes. deathmatch. Yes, I, I felt I felt like it was home. You yes. know what I'm saying? Welcome back. I felt I felt welcome home. back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you was gone. Welcome back. It felt good. I was like, man. All those nights in the teenage years, you know, mm-hmm. being called the N word. You thought you was Barack. You thought you was out fantastic. there in, in Woodmore. Huh? You thought you was out there in Woodmore. You yeah, you was I thought Barack. I was living, you know, living the life. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you wasn't exit fifteen A. You was exit fifteen B. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I should need to go exit seven A. That's where I'm from. <laughs> branch seven A. That's branch. Back That's branch. Hey, I know for sure. Look, have those uncomfortable convos with your partner. Okay. Mama can only be in there so long. Daddy can only be in there so long. But you got to figure out that it's me and you against the world. Shout out to the underdogs. Shout out to my homie, Hep Streams. It's in the building. He's going to start his career. 
Shout out to uh, M4 Apparel, which is going to be launching soon. We're going to see what content M4 on that. Apparel. I'm so excited, man. K Dizzle, I got to tell you, man, I'm so excited for all the things that you've been telling me about behind the scenes that people have no idea what 2022's got in store for them. I mean, my man K Dizzle DC, I got to keep up because he might just leave us, y'all. Nah, I ain't leaving nobody. We, You know what we do. We open the door. We leave it open. What <laughs> you mean? Fuck you mean this ain't a, you know I don't you talk you brought up Rihanna Rihanna probably got a lot of people she pulled through pulled through the door with her we just don't know their names but shout out to everybody who's out there making it happen make sure that when you open the new door you leave it open for others to follow hey man let, let, let okay? the creators be great right let everybody let be great be great man we love y'all we'll see y'all next week we'll be here episode thirty nine um, which is gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy lit I'm telling you right now. Uh, you see some promo this week for Shizzle. For Shizzle. For sure. This week for Shizzle. Uh, and uh, that's all I got, man. What you got, babe? Hey, man. K Dizzle DC on all platforms. Have streams on all <laughs> platforms. You know where we at. I just I just love it, man. Episode 38 is in the books. 38 Sundays, man. 38 Sundays. In the books. I appreciate you guys sticking with us. Have a great weekend. Good night. I'll have you. You know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we know, we go all in, you know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we know, we go all in.